You're listening to the Speaking Tongues podcast. I'm your host, El Sharice. Each week, I sit down to a conversation with multilinguals where we discuss and celebrate language, life, and culture through our own perspectives. Episode 119, Speaking Sardinian. Hello, language lovers. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Speaking Tongues, the podcast in conversation with multilinguals. This week, I'm happy to bring you all this conversation with Dalila about her Sardinian language. In this episode, Dalila tells us about the language and its influences from Catalan and Spanish. We talk about the grammar of Sardinian, how it differs from Italian, and what it has in common with English. Who knew? Dalila talks about the differences between Sardinian spoken in the north and in the south of Sardinia and how micro-regions of Sardinia have linguistic variations in pronunciation. We talk about the Sardinian literary tradition and how Dalila has spent time finding and uncovering the works of women in Sardinian poetry. We also find out about some of the other minority languages in Sardinia, which yours truly learned about for the very first time. Thank you so much to Dalila for sharing so much of your language and culture with all of us. If you enjoy episodes of Speaking Tongues, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the Speaking Tongues podcast on Apple Podcasts, and like and subscribe on YouTube so that other language lovers like ourselves can find the show. And if you've been a longtime listener of the show or even a recent listener, you can now pledge ongoing support for the show on buymeacoffee.com or on patreon.com. And as you know, I wrote a book. My Food Zine of International Language and Cuisine Taste Buds Volume 1 is available now for purchase. Check social media for the sneak peek inside the book and make sure you purchase one for yourself and one for your friends. Links to all platforms are in the show notes. Okay. Let's chat. Welcome back to another episode of Speaking Tongues. I'm here today with Dalila. How are you today, Dalila? Come stai? <laughs> well, I'm very excited to be here. I'm super fine. I'm so excited to talk to you. And I have, oh, I got so much that I want to ask you. I'm so excited. So thank you for making the time to to come and talk with with me thank with you for having me here <laughs> absolutely absolutely I like to start each episode with the same question and that is mm -hmm. what is your first language and which languages have you learned to speak well uh, my first language is Sardinian but also Italian actually so I can say that I consider myself a bilingual Mm -hmm. But I also speak uh, English and Spanish, a bit of French. Uh, I'm not very fluent in French. Mm -hmm. And uh, back at school, uh, I've uh, learned uh, German for three years. Wow. But uh, I've completely lost it, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Have you, you know, you are in Sardinia right now. Mm -hmm. Um I'm a little jealous, but <laughs> <laughs> you're in Sardinia right now. And, um, you know, you, you've, you've been able to learn so many different languages. Um, is that common in Sardinia? Do people 
learn various different languages? Are they interested in learning different languages? Or are they compulsory to learn at school? Like, how does how does it break down? Well, actually, people here learn uh, languages at school, um, at middle school, which is like a lower secondary school. Uh, students learn uh, uh, French and uh, English uh, or English and Spanish. Um, and then at upper secondary school, uh, which is high school, uh, uh, they learn English. English is mandatory. Mm. And uh, if you study in a, a literal linguistico, in a linguistic high school, um, you study other two languages. Uh, they can be German, uh, French, and Spanish. You decide. Oh, okay, so you get to choose what you yeah. want to study. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. That's cool. Um is there an opportunity for, or maybe it, it's not needed, but do you have an opportunity to learn Sardinian? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I need to be very honest. I've learned uh, Sardinia at home with my family because my parents um, use Sardinia and actually still use Sardinia uh, with me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we don't have the opportunity to study Sardinian at school. Mm-hmm. Do most people that you grew up with or people that you know, do most people learn Sardinian at home? Yes, we can say that people speaking Sardinia learned that at home. Mm. But um, to be honest, my friends don't really speak Sardinian. They don't speak Sardinian because their parents uh, never um, taught them mm. okay okay oh that's sad yes it is <laughs> yeah um I've been so fascinated by Sardinian language uh, personally um so I've told this story before so this is it's your turn to hear the story <laughs> um I used to live in Italy many years ago and I had a group of friends who were Sardinian they were from Cali. Gadi. Cagliari. Yeah, Cagliari. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And um, I would listen to them speaking to one another. And I didn't really speak or understand Italian very well at the time. So I was listening to them and I was like, <laughs> what are they saying? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't understand anything, but I loved watching them talk. I loved watching them, you know, and like the way that they spoke and and I've been so interested to learn more, but like they couldn't explain things to me because I don't know. I mean, it was a different time. This is a long time ago. <laughs> so um, I've been so fascinated with the language itself and the way that it sounds. And I would love for you to tell us like, what is so unique about Sardinian? And, you know, for people who haven't heard it and for people who maybe think it's you know, very close or very different than Italian. Um, you know, tell us some things about the language. What makes it stand out from Italian or, you know, in the region at all? Um, how do we communicate? How do we make sentences? How do we, you know, tell us all the good stuff. Okay, so to begin with, uh, Sardinian language, as we know it today, comes from Latin. Um, and um, it was born... Uh, more or less 300 years before Italian, okay? So um, the base uh, um, of the um, 
of the language comes from Latin, mm-hmm. but uh, during the centuries, uh, uh, Sardinian received uh, some influences from uh, Catalan oh. and Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were dominated for centuries uh, by Spanish. And of course, uh, uh, Sardinian, uh, um, starting from the 1700s, received also many influences uh, from Italian language because of the Savoy domination. So today, the Italian influence is quite strong. Okay. Um, but uh, there are also uh, some words which are very peculiar because they came from a proto-Sardinian language. That is the language that was spoken in Sardinia before the Roman invasion. These words, uh, let's say, are um, toponymy, the names of places, but they are peculiar because they are typically of the island. Okay. So this is more or less the history of the language. So from Proto-Sardinian to Latin, going through Catalan, Spanish, and Italian. The central structure of Sardinian is very similar to Italian. We have a subject-verb-object pattern. Also, um, there is a um, difference from Italian, which can be... uh, linked to Latin, because uh, it's something that uh, Latin and Sardinian still have in common. In the interrogative sentences, uh, uh, we used to put, um, we actually put the auxiliary verb at the end. Mm. um, Just to make an example, uh, if I want to say in Sardinia, have you understood? I would uh, ask, uh, um, comprendio asi, which would be uh, capito ai. In Italian, we say, I capito. I capito. So we put the auxiliary verb at the end. Hmm. Um, so let's say that the affirmative uh, sub, uh, sentence is uh, similar to Italian, but uh, in the interrogative sentence, uh, there are some uh, differences. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. When you were talking about the proto-Sardinian mm-hmm. and the, the words that um, are topographic, topographical are you mean like words that refer to like nature and yes nature or uh, the name of some areas uh, the name of of some places uh, for example uh, in um, in some areas uh, there is a nurage mm-hmm. okay and that nurage has a name that comes from proto-sardinian oh, okay okay but uh-huh. actually to be honest uh, we know nothing more about Proto-Sardinian, nothing left. Wow, how crazy. That's interesting. Yeah. I'd love to hear some examples of like, and I, I'm i going to do this even though I don't want to do this, but <laughs> um, I don't I don't necessarily want to compare Italian and Sardinian, mm-hmm. but I'd love to hear how maybe how those Italian influences um, came into the not came into language but how they um, affect the language and what are some things that are different in my mind I'm thinking when I see Sardinian I see a lot of endings on the words like with the letter U mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't know what they mean because I don't recognize them from the Italian that I'm I've learned in school so <laughs> um, like what do what do those letters mean at the end or Mm-hmm. 
you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the gender of the language. Okay. Like Italian, we have a masculine and a feminine. Okay. Uh, in general, the words that uh, end uh, with a, a are feminine. For example, the rose in Sardinian would be Sarosa. Sarosa. Okay. So it's feminine. And then we have other endings. For example, words can end with a he or with a hi. Uh, in the north of the highland, the words that end with a he in the south uh, ends with a I, oh. for example. And, and this word can be both uh, masculine or feminine. It depends. For example, um, I am from the south of Sardinia and the flower, I call it suvrori. Suvrori. In the north, it's not suvrori. But suvrore. Suvrore. Okay. And the flower is uh, masculine in Sardinian. But we have some words ending with uh, E and I that are feminine. For example, the sister, sazorri in the south, mm -hmm. and sorre in the north. Okay. So it depends. Moreover, as you were mentioning before, we have words ending with O and the words that in the north end with O and with U in the south. Oh. And once again, here words can be both masculine and feminine. For example, the house in Sardinian, in my uh, Sardinian is a Sadomu. Sadomo. Sadomo. In the north is Sadomo. Sadomo. He heard Sugoru, Sugoro. Okay. Ah, I see. Sadomo is feminine, Sugoro is masculine. So it depends. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Now that <laughs> you're talking about north and south, um, is are those differences throughout everything like if you if you're from the south and you go north is it a really really big difference in the language as it's spoken no no it isn't as a matter of fact it is the same language we can say that if you have uh, um, a good knowledge of uh, your variety uh, you understand quite easily the others mm -hmm. And um, most of the time, it's just about how you pronounce the word. And um, this is it. So it's not a big difference. Of course, the phonology uh, can be a bit sticky. Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you are from the south and you don't speak properly Sardinian, it can be difficult to understand someone from the north speaking. But... It depends on how proficient you are. Mm, okay. Is it only north and south or, or is it regional? Like, are there different regions or? Well, we can say that there are two macro variants, Campidanese in the south and Logudorese in the north. But actually, um, nowadays, uh, linguists and scholars uh, uh, recognize uh, another macro variant, uh, uh, which is um, Nuorese, 
spoken in the northeast of the island. Nuoreza is more similar to Logudoreza than Campidanese. Um, in addition to this, in the central area of Sardinia, in the middle of Sardinia, there is a, a so-called grey area, like a belt, <laughs> more or less, yeah. um, which uh, in linguistic it's called Antizona. Uh, and here some characteristics of the southern and northern variant, uh, let's say that um, uh, are mixed by the speakers. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But as I was saying before, uh, um, the most difficult thing uh, is the pronunciation because the pronunciation changes a lot. Sometimes also the words mm, may okay may change for example a word like uh, now in my sardinian in campidanese uh, is imoi now imoi but in the northern um, in the northern area and regions it's como imoi e como they are different yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know it uh, you may look like uh, mm. What is como? <laughs> but I, I would like to provide also an example um, sure. when I say the pronunciation is different. Uh, the word fox in uh, my uh, Sardinian uh, Campidanese is uh, mrajai. Mrajai? Yes, you pronounce it correctly. Well done. It's very difficult <laughs> word to pronounce. Mrajai in uh, other southern areas is Marjani, 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 but in the north is, is Mazzone. Mazzone. Mm -hmm. The oh. word is the same, it's just uh, the pronunciation that is changing uh, a I lot, see. but the root of the word is, uh, is the same. I guess I'm wondering, you know, like, you know, at, you know, and you're an adult and you know that the language changes. But I guess I wonder, how do you, like, when do you first realize, or not you, but anyone, like, when do you first realize if you're, if you grow up in the South, when do you first realize that the people in the North speak completely different or pronounce things differently? Like, is it kind of like, do your parents tell you like, okay, this is our you know, regional way of speaking and they speak different? Or is it like, you know, one day you go to another city and uh-oh, you... <laughs> well, I'm going back to memory lane. Thank you for this <laughs> question. Uh, well, actually, I realized it uh, reading a book. Um, ah. The book uh, um, was written in Italian, but some sentences uh, were... Um, were in Sardinian mm. and I was just like reading them and uh, what is this language <laughs> and I asked my mom mom is this Sardinian and she said to me uh, yes uh, but it is the kind of uh, language that uh, is spoken in the in the north mm. And uh, it was uh, very challenging uh, reading that book because um, one thing is uh, hearing Sardinian, another is reading it mm. because uh, as English, Sardinian is not a transparent language. So we don't, um, we don't read, 
we don't pronounce it as we write it. And uh, many people, uh, myself included, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> many people aren't able to to read Sardinian because they can't write it. So if uh-huh. you don't know the rules, it can be very difficult to understand. Mm-hmm. So it is a language that you you see written in books and yeah 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 absolutely yeah. there is um, um, also a very strong literature tradition Great. and we don't know anything about it because we don't study it at school but um, we do have uh, uh, many poems uh, dated back to the. 1500s also and uh, many um like uh, economical documents uh, from the 12th uh, century uh, for example that's amazing yeah yeah i think that's really great because like so many languages that are you know they're spoken at home and they're not really taught there are so many languages around the world and people don't have a literature tradition or they don't really see it written it's mostly spoken so that's really exciting to hear that yeah I, i've discovered it uh, a few years ago um because i have attended a university course uh, at the university of cagliari and uh, i realized that uh, sardinian literature tradition is quite uh, relevant mm-hmm. we can say it's not an oral language, uh, as uh, many people uh, can think. Yeah. Where do we see, like, modern Sardinian literature? Are people, is it, like, in novels? or still people still writing poetry? Or is it mostly historical? Both. Okay. It's uh, both. It's about poetry, and it's also about novels. I'm reading also translations. In Sardinian, for example, one of the first book uh, that I have read uh, is um, Subrincipedu, Le Petit Prince. <laughs> Subrincipedu? Yes, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Nowadays, I'm focusing on uh, poetry and yes. uh, I'm reading uh, poems uh, also written by women. And this is incredible because, uh, yes, they are not very well known, but um, I'm trying to discover them and to make um, them famous. Yeah. If I I can say so, (laughs) they are famous, of course, but um, many people uh, don't even know about them. So... Every now and then, uh, I read a poem on my account, uh, um, or I translate it uh, for the non-Sardinian speakers. Uh, this is fun. That's amazing. Tell us who are some of the women. Who are who are some of the women, and what are their po- what is their poetry about? What are they writing about? Several things: uh, everyday life, uh, uh, feelings. Uh, um, so um, a recent uh, poet uh, I've been reading lately is uh, Anna Cristina Serra, Teresa Cristellani. They are really good. Uh, they write in uh, Campidanese, so mm. they are very easy for me to, 
to really understand. I love them. I think they are great. Uh, unfortunately, not well known and uh, their mm, poems uh, are not very easy to find. Mm. Um, there is something online, uh, but you really need to, um, to research very carefully through the internet. Uh, yeah. But but I mean I think it's important to to know that also Sardinia has a literature and the literature is still uh, very vivid uh, today. Yeah, uh, many contemporary poets uh, are still writing poems. Uh, mm-hmm. so. I love that, and I I ask this question to people sometimes because um, I think that poets and well writers but also poets specifically poets are the ones who can keep a language alive and they're the ones who can keep keep the language alive because they the way that they use it the way that they use language it speaks to the way that people really feel it's not just like you know uh like a biography or just a report it's very soulful it speaks to how we feel in our heart and then when you have people in the next generation reading, they will understand like how we felt and how mm-hmm. we how we loved one another, how we how we hated one another, how we <laughs> you know Yeah, we, I agree one hundred percent. Yeah. And especially I think historically it's so important and I think people are realizing this now, like to find the women too, because historically that we don't pay attention to women and we don't pay attention to the women who are writing. So I love hearing that there's <laughs> women who are who are writing poetry in Sardinia. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I want to read them too. I could read it in Italian. So I have to I have to find some translations. I'd love to read it. Um I was going to ask you about so you said in in the you know when we started talking, you mentioned that um, some of your friends don't speak Sardinian mm-hmm. because their parents didn't um, you know share the language with them or teach the language to them at home. Um, I would I would love to know like how that or how you think that affects the future of Sardinian. Like, do people want to learn it? Like people who are older now, like do they regret not learning it when they were young? Are they trying to pass it on to their young children now? Like how how has that gone from like grandparent to parent to child to grandchild and etc.? Okay, uh, this is a sticky one. So oh, <laughs> <laughs> it is true that nowadays uh, more and more people are forgetting Sardinia or they simply don't transmit the language anymore to the new generations. But I think I have reasons to believe that the new generations are very willingly to to learn it. At least uh, um, um, people my age, uh, I can see, I can feel that they are quite interested in uh, learning the language and spreading the language. Um, in fact, there are several associations that are trying to bring the language back, okay? Starting uh, um, 
in the family context, but also at school. So people are trying to say, okay, Sardinian is our language and we would like uh, Sardinian to be taught at school. Mm. Sometimes, uh, also thanks to some project uh, uh, from Regione Sardegna, um, some courses uh, are held at school. Of course, uh, I'm talking about 30, 40 hours project, and this is not enough, of course. But I can feel that something is moving forward, um, and maybe we are going in the right directions. At the same time, uh, some people are fighting against uh, what variety should be taught. Okay. Because uh, as I said before, there are at least three mm. variants, but inside there are other little changes uh, between one region uh, and an area, for example. Uh, so many people uh, are fighting uh, in order to decide uh, which variant should be taught. Someone would like uh, it is a standard, someone would like it is Logudorese, someone Campidanese. Uh, So um, I think that this is the most difficult part, Mm. to make people realize that uh, Sardinian language is just one language, okay? And it is um, natural that the language uh, varies, also yeah. a lot because uh, the highland uh, also due to historical reason reasons uh, didn't uh, develop the same way okay so it is uh, mm, quite normal that the language uh, varies but it's quite difficult to make people understand that it's not about uh, um, which uh, variety to choose uh, I think that it is uh, uh, paramount to to teach uh, one, okay? Mm. Mm-hmm. The variant that it is spoken in that area. Because as I said before, if you get proficient in your variant, then it's a piece of cake to understand the others. Yeah. Okay. And uh, let me say this, it's... Mm, it is not only about Sardinian because uh, here in Sardinia other languages are spoken, other minority languages, as you may know. Um, and I think that it is important to, to save also the other languages like Tabarchino, uh, Sassarese, Gallurese, and uh, Algarese. <laughs> There are so many others. I had no idea. Yes. Okay, let's start with Tabarchino. Tabarchino is a Ligurian-like dialect that it is spoken uh, in the south, in in the Isle of San Pietro, and in Calasetta. Calasetta is a city in the north of the Isle of Sant'Antioco. Okay. Okay, and then in the city of Alghero, in Sardinian Saligera, a Catalan, mm, Catalan is spoken. It's actually Catalan. Okay. Wow. Uh, Sassarese, 
uh, is spoken uh, in the northwest and the Galurese uh, in the northeast. Uh, we can say that uh, Sassarese and Galurese are uh, uh, Corsican uh, dialect with uh, influences from uh, Sardinian language and also some Italian uh, influences. My God. Of I did not know this. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. So the people who speak these other minority languages are speaking the language, they're speaking Sardinian, they're speaking Italian. Uh, no, they don't speak Sardinian. Okay. Or, or at least uh, maybe someone, mm -hmm. uh, maybe someone does, but uh, they speak um, Italian and they language like right. uh, Italian and Galurese or Italian and Sassarese or maybe even Sardinian in maybe. maybe but in general in the northern coast uh, Sardinian is not spoken oh my goodness oh wow this has already made me want to go to Sardinia like 10 times more like this is crazy it's not crazy it's cool it's it's like it's so fascinating yeah, I know. The other day I was in Calasetta in the north of Sant'Antiaco and I was like, okay, let's see if I can find someone uh, speaking <laughs> at tab uh, Tabarchino. Let's see. But unfortunately, I've always seen uh, some signs mm. written both in Italian and Tabarchino. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Like mm -hmm. getting around the island and, and, you know, especially for like a tourist, or for anyone, if you're from the South, you're going to the North or vice versa. Um, are the signs in Italian and in Sardinian or Tabarquino, etc.? Like, Well, actually, we are not so lucky. Oh. It depends from the town or the village. Okay. Some villages and some towns have also Sardinian language. But not everywhere. It's not like Sutirol, for example, or the other mm. uh, minorities in in Italy. Okay. So it depends. So how do people who do speak Sardinian, how do they mix, if at all, how do they mix Italian and Sardinian together uh, when they're communicating? Um, do you, again, not you mm -hmm. necessarily, but do people um speak sardinian um like with their friends and family do they speak it out in the street do they speak it with strangers like how does that how does that work when you have these two languages being used together sardinian is uh, most commonly used inside a family cycle uh, with our parents uh, with our relatives uh, and friends if you are so lucky to have friends speaking Sardinian. Personally, I speak Sardinian with my friends and uh, parents. Um, even if not all of my friends speak Sardinian. And I can say that this is more or less what happened for everybody. Um, you don't really um, speak Sardinian when you go shopping, for example. You don't really speak Sardinian at work. Mm. This is a shame. Personally, I'm trying to use Sardinian more and more, also outside 
my family circle. Um, for example, I'm using Sardinian when I'm speaking with my Instagram friends. Uh, I have a lot of people uh, on Instagram that speak Sardinian. Sardinian. And um, it's good to realize that you are actually having a conversation in Sardinian where uh, probably three years ago, I would have had the same conversation in Italian. So I think that it is also a choice. Okay. Of course, it's easier to use Italian because you are used to speak Italian basically everywhere since when you were a child. And uh, it's uh, more challenging to use Sardinian because uh, many people uh, thinks, think that uh, Sardinian, Sardinian is a limited language, uh, that you cannot express um, many concepts, uh, ideas, uh, uh, but this is not true. Yeah. The thing is that uh, we believe uh, it to be so uh, simply because uh, we are not used to speak Sardinian. Okay, so uh, we forgot some Sardinian words and maybe we are replace, replacing these Sardinian words with some Italian calques, mm. with some loan words. And this is a shame. Actually, uh, and this is also one of my goals, is to show that you can basically say everything in Sardinian. Okay, and uh, it's something that I'm trying to do myself. It's try to use the Sardinian word, okay, even if it's more difficult to... Um, to remember sometimes i have to remember some words by heart because i have always listened to the italian calc right I, I want to be honest here this is something i am not ashamed of sometimes uh, i i make some mistakes for example and i realize later okay this was italian not opinion mm. okay i sh i should have used another word and uh I'm okay with it because uh, um, I think it's normal because we are not taught the language at school. Yeah. We don't use the, the language outside the, um, the family circle. And so we use uh, uh, the always semantic fields all, all the time. And I think that speaking Sardinian outside your comfort zone is also useful to learn new words yeah okay and so to became to be to become more fluent for example okay um and this is something uh important yeah I think. yeah i can tell you are very passionate about i am the link the sardinian language um in your heart in your heart in your soul what is your favorite thing about the language what do you love about Sardinian? I think that the language is the mirror of the culture. Mm. I think that Sardinian language uh, is uh, the representation of Sardinian culture, traditions. Uh, and um, to me, losing the language means losing my culture, my traditions. Uh, um, I really like um, how it sounds. Even if uh, um, when, when we were children, we were mocked because of our Sardinian mm. accent by Italians. Uh, but I actually 
love my accent. Uh, you are prob probably hearing my accent even now, <laughs> uh, but I'm proud of it. Since you brought up um, the culture and the the traditions, I'd love to hear more about them. I'd love to hear more about some Sardinian traditions and maybe some that you love or some that are very popular. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, let's talk about that. Well, uh, there would be a lot to say, but I would like to say something before uh, before I start. Uh, I think that every place is unique uh, in its own way. Uh, so I don't really like the idea that we are the best one in the world. Uh, um, you will hear many people saying so about Sardinia. Okay, mm. no, I think that uh, the world is a beautiful place. Uh, but that Absolutely. being said... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. That being said, uh, it is true that uh, Sardinia is uh, a quite relevant place. Okay, so just to mention Sardinian history, um, I cannot mention the neuralgic era and the neuralgic culture. So I was um, talking about nuragi before. Mm -hmm. uh, in, uh, in Campidanese, we say nuragi. Nuragi. Um, so um, they were like megalithic buildings uh, um, built between the 1900s and the 1200 BC in the Bronze Age. And uh, they are so incredible because uh, they were made with these huge rocks. And when I was a child, I've always asked myself, but how? <laughs> how did they manage so today there are several theories uh, uh, I'm not here to tell but uh, they are quite impressive uh, and uh, very mysterious because uh, we can say that uh, mm, they were probably uh, centers for the community life uh, uh, social, political uh, and also economical uh, spots okay yeah. um and this is something unique i think in the entire world i, I mean uh, nuragi uh, mm, where we found only in sardinia so this is very specific uh, and uh, unique uh, about the island mm -hmm. but of course uh, sardinia uh, is very famous also for the sandy beaches mm -hmm. okay you probably have heard <laughs> about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is a lot to do, a lot to visit. Uh, old mine sites, for example, uh, archaeological sites uh, from Nuragi to Giant's Grave, uh, medieval castles, mostly ruins of yeah. medieval castles. Mm -hmm. But also, uh, Sardina is also a good, a, a good spot for hiking, uh, I heard um, that, yeah. Hiking, via ferrata, uh, climbing, uh, uh, there are amazing woods. Um, so I want to say this, Sardinia, uh, Sardinia is one of the Italian regions uh, with less loss of green belt. Uh, I, think, I, I think this is important because uh, uh, people think that uh, Sardinia is... Um, an underdeveloped place. Hmm. Mm, but I don't think this way. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, 
preserving the environment is uh, is more important. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, it's something uh, very paramount. is um, It's fundamental. Um, and we do have a lot of uh, beautiful spots mm-hmm. here. Um, so you can visit Sardinia also in winter. I can assure you that you uh, find something to do. Mm. Okay. And if it's a beautiful day, you can also swim in the sea, also in winter. I've done several times. <laughs> okay, it is true that the water is quite chill, but it's um, yeah, it's good. Oh, that's so nice. Please tell us about your Instagram account and what you're doing with the Sardinian language, how you're reaching people, and let us know where we can find you uh, on Instagram, on TikTok, etc., and how we can get in touch. Let's say that everything started two years. No, more than two years ago, in 2019, mm-hmm. okay, um, after attending my second Sardinian language course, uh, I decided to, to share a post on my profile, which is a private one, uh, about orthography. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I simply wanted to share uh, to share with my followers and friends the knowledge and the new competence uh, um, that I learned. So I created this uh, slide post uh, with the most important uh, orthography rules and uh, people just love it. And um, I think that was um, the beginning of my work here on Instagram. Uh, now I create uh, videos about grammar, vocabulary. Um, when I visit a place, I create a small video in Sardinian. So basically my goal is to use the language as, as much as possible. Mm, and also to show people that uh, we can uh, not only use the language to say whatever we want, but also uh, understand each other. And this is what I'm trying to do on Instagram. Um, my Instagram uh, account is um, Dalila underscore Manka, which is my name and my surname. Uh, recently, uh, I'm, I'm also on TikTok. On TikTok, uh, I'm Dalila.me, E-W-M-E. Uh, the content are, um, is the same on the Instagram uh, account, to be honest. But on um, TikTok, uh, uh, I'm reaching uh, another type of audience. Yeah. And uh, it's quite challenging because uh, on uh, Instagram, uh, I have my, um, my community. Mm. They know me. Uh, on TikTok, uh, um, the audience is wider. So I managed to know also what people uh, think about Sardinian outside my community. Yeah, I will add links to your social media in the show notes for this episode so that people listening can click on the links and find you right away. 
Thank so, you. Yes, absolutely. Dalila, this has been such a fun conversation. And I'm like so excited to have the chance to speak to you and to learn about your language and your culture. Is there anything else maybe we didn't get to talk about that you want to you want to mention about Sardinian or the culture, the food, the language, anything? Well, actually, let me say something. As I teach English, uh, I um, always make a comparison between uh, Sardinian language and English. Mm. Uh, there are some similarities. So, uh, so just to make some examples, uh, um, talking about grammar in a Sardinian language, we use the progressive uh, as in English. Uh, for example, uh, uh, what are you doing? In Italian, would be che fai with the present simple. In Sardinian, we use the progressive uh, as in English, ita zesi vadendi. And the present continuous is formed the same way with the verb to be plus the gerund. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, quite interesting. And mm-hmm. I use uh, the similarities also with my students when I'm teaching them the present continuous. Uh, and um, also some uh Structures uh, are similar. For example, I don't know, probably it's 19th century English, but mm-hmm. this year I was reading an extract from uh, Dickens Oliver Twist. And um, uh, I read this sentence The balls never wanted washing. Mm. And uh, this is Sardinian. I stopped and I say, guys, try to translate this sentence into Sardinian. And we use the same verb, want, to say that something uh, uh, is not necessary. So you don't have to wash the bowls because the kids uh, wash them with their tongues. And in Sardinian, we say the same. Uh, Probably this is archaic an archaic form of english i know but it's fun yeah and uh, there are also idioms that are uh, like the same uh, for example in sardinian we have the same expression to say hit the road <gasps> it's basically the same saka stradoi sakai sakai means to hit and mm-hmm. stradoi it's the road oh i love that yeah it's uh, it's incredible, and, huh? And is, is it used in the same way? Yes, basically, more or less. Uh, if I say uh, hit the road, it means that I'm leaving a place, I'm going away. I say stradoi to someone if I want uh, them to leave. Oh, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> that's great. I think that's so rare. And there, are, there are others. Yeah. There are even others. Yes, it's it's great. Yeah, I think that's so rare to have like like English and another language be like you know so similar in the way that they use the phrases or even with the progressive form. It's like mm-hmm. that's oh, okay. I like that. <laughs> yeah. How do your students feel about that when you when you show them the similarity between English and Sardinian? Well, uh, I'm afraid to say that they they look more interested in Sardinian than to English. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they are um, they are interested. Sometimes they um, at least at least uh, if they are not good actors or actresses, uh, they 
they look interested. I think that it's easier for them to learn a language. Also, making this comparison. Yeah. I I guess. Yeah. I think especially for young people that maybe they're learning it because they have to. Mm-mm. They, you know, that makes them interested in it. It's not just, you know, I think as adults, we figure oh, I have to learn this for a job or for my husband or for whatever. But um, when you're a kid, you don't really get it. You're like, why do I have to do this? <laughs> so It's true. And then, you- uh, unfortunately, here in Italy, they don't have uh, many opportunity to use the language outside school. So they don't really understand why they have to do it. It's um, difficult uh, that they understand it, why it is so important for them mm. to learn a language. Yeah. It, it, unfortunately, here in Italy, well, mm, we are very monolingual. Mm. Mm. Maybe thanks to Netflix, mm. someone now has the opportunity to listen to another language. But before, it was uh, probably more difficult yeah maybe with youtube i don't know probably youtube i really think Mm -hmm. about that a lot like when i was growing up i wanted to hear different languages but i didn't have the opportunity and now if i want to hear sardinian if i want to hear you know whatever turkish or portuguese like i can just for free on YouTube and I can listen to it. So I wonder how it is for people who learn English because I'm really jealous. I think like English learners have so much to, they have so much, they have music, they have movies and some of the the biggest musicians like Beyonce or Rihanna or The Weeknd, they all sing in English. So if you're a fan of these musicians, it's not hard to be exposed to it, but like yeah. in, my, in my case, like I want to hear more Italian because I'm learning <laughs> the language and it's impossible to find something that I like in Italian and that I can hear it all the time. Like I can, I listen to music as much as I can, but I don't hear it on the radio. Like for example, yeah. someone in in Italy would hear like Rihanna on the radio mm-hmm. like all day yeah. long. <laughs> Thank you again for this conversation, Dalila. I've thank you for having me here. Yeah, absolutely. I like to end uh, each episode with the same question, just to have a little bit of fun. Um, do you have any jokes, popular sayings, or a tongue twister, or cool slang word, maybe an idiom, word of wisdom, or word of advice in Sardinian to share and to teach us how to say? Okay, I have one. Uh, is okay. is a, a saying, um, and uh, it's fun because uh, uh, not only it's fun, but it is also useful to understand the Sardinian culture. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the following: "Sagustizia di vigili." Okay, you said that very fast. Sagustizia. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. This is actually a curse. Um, okay. Um, in English, it would be something like uh, the police officers or 
the justice system, actually more the justice system, may send you down, mm. uh, may arrest you. Um, and this was said and considered like the worst of the worst that you could uh, hope for someone um, because of the relationship that Sardinian people had with the Italian justice. Okay. So they ate uh, the Savoy. I'm talking about the 18th century. They ate the Savoy. They hated the Italians. Uh, um, and they hated the justice system. So um, saying to someone, Sa giustizia di Vigidi, was considered uh, like the worst that you could that you could possibly hope for someone. Today, of course, it is used uh, um, not in the same way. So giustizia di Vigidi, I would use it to say probably to say, or you asshole, uh, <laughs> or or you stupid. Uh, 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 or something like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's just, this is what I say too is like, we have to share the good words, but it's also important to know the bad words in any language because yeah. <laughs> you never know when you have to defend yourself. You never know when you have to speak out and you know on you know for your advocate for yourself so it's all welcome here and i'm gonna try it i'm gonna repeat after you we're gonna take okay. it piece by piece okay sa giustizia sa giustizia ti vigidi perfect sa giustizia ti vigidi just perfect okay Super well done. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. How do you say thank you in Sardinian? Ti doru graziosa. Ti doru gra... Graziosa. Graziosa. Yes. Or okay. simply graziosa. Graziosa. Okay. Mm -hmm. Graziosa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the final vowel that we pronounce is the paragogic vowel. We put it just to pronounce, uh, to better pronounce the word. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Ti doru graziosa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much again. Oh, before I let you go, I always forget mm -hmm. this. Before I let you go, um, in, in Sardinia, after you've been talking to someone for a while and you're about to go your separate ways, what is the best way to say goodbye? I would say adiosu. Adios. Which is perfect, yes, which is very similar to adios in Spain. It comes from Spain. Um, and also um, azibiri. You can say also azibiri. Azibiri? Mm -hmm. I'm right. Uh, biri. <laughs> <laughs> biri means to, to see. So mm -hmm. let's see each other again in the okay. future. Mm -mm. Okay, I like that. That's yeah. nice. So I've got adiosu, yeah, and azibiri, yeah, dalila, perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much for this conversation. And Thank you. I'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.
Whoosh, <whistles> whoosh.